0: Welcome to another edition of the Rant Network, hosted by myself, Stuart Brisgall, and David Solomon, where we bring you an unfiltered, uncensored conversation of wide range of topics, podcast dedicated to giving you a platform to express opinions, share your thoughts, experience ideas, and hear a variety of perspectives and truly honest opinions. Join us as we dive into the latest news, pop culture, politics, and so much more from rants about absurdity in modern life, about deeper issues affecting society today. We've got you covered. Sit back, relax, and let's enjoy this exploration together. Now, let me tell you something, guys. We've talked about these issues for a long time, right? You know, related to free speech, democracy, and open debate. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing recent article published by the National Post titled, World on Cusp of Woke Tolitarism as a Government. Act and free speech. We'll dive into this concerns around the rise of woke totalitarianism and its potential impact of free speech. To give you some context, woke is a term that some call as derogatory that's become very popular in recent years to describe awareness and activism around social political issues, particularly in regards to race, gender, inequality. In some cases, it's been criticized for promoting a culture of political correctness and most definitely canceled culture, which can lead to suppression of dissension of opinion, as we discovered with COVID. Now let's examine these key points raised by this National Post article and how the author warns about the potential rise of wokeism as governments turn around the world to take action to restrict our free speech. The increasing focus on political correctness, cancel culture, is said to be like censorship suppressing dissension and opinion. David, I know you've got a lot to say about this because you live in a very unfree province.
1: Wow. Let me put it to you this way, Stuart. We've all lived in these weird areas where the governments have wanted to get more and more control. And one of the amazing things about this, Stuart, is that... You know, let's 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 put into perspective what's going on here before we get into this whole business of my commentary. I'm sorry. The European Union, the United States, Canada, Brazil, Ireland, Australia are all looking into ways to getting their fingers into social media. YouTube. They're getting into ways in which they want to censor what you and I read. They got a taste of that, Stuart. Okay, during COVID. What they did was they found a way to, you know, go to to these wonderful um, 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 technology companies, right? They went to YouTube and they said, if anybody talks about COVID against the government, shut them down. Ladies and gentlemen, the Rant Network was shut down not once, but twice because we questioned something related to COVID, which was proven right on our part. But at the time, due to censorship demands by the government and the technology companies, quote-unquote worried about fake news, we were shut down. Dialogue is being shut down. What you basically have here are governments are trying to pass laws, as they say overnight, when no one's really paying attention, so that you and I, whatever we post on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, etc., the government gets to decide, if, gets it's okay to decide okay if it's okay or not. So now, imagine, now, if, you imagine will, if you will, you don't agree with, agree with the government. You don't agree with the policy. With the, policy. the government can the theoretically can, shut, yes, you down. Can shut you down. Pierre poliev the opposite leader, leader here in Canada, Paliyev, has been, Paliyev, has been Paliyev, shut down by Facebook. Paliyev, Facebook was shut it's down it's because they down. They, claimed he didn't follow their policies. Imagine if Justin Trudeau, the liberal, liberal will control what's on Facebook. Imagine Joe Biden or or Donald Trump Trump. controlling what you get to see on social media, what what you get to post on YouTube. YouTube. I think this is crossing a a line line that is not getting nearly enough attention, and I'm I'm scared for our future.
0: That's right. Critics of these trends argue that they undermine the open debate and democratic values. They worry that people will become afraid to express their opinions, even if they're well intentioned and grounded on rational thought in fear of being labeled a bigot or intolerant. On the other hand, supporters of woke culture argue that it helps create a more inclusive and respectful society by challenging the harm of stereotypes and promoting understanding. But like, that's the key. Very Soviet era, where people are terrified of speaking their examples. Like, here's one example, United Kingdom, where the government has proposed legislation that will potentially criminalize offensive speech, even in a private setting. Critics argue that it's going too far, restricting free speech that could lead to suppression of the honest debate question. Another example, like Canada's universities have faced the accusation of stifling free speech by canceling featuring controversial speakers or implementing policies that prioritize inclusivity and expense of open debate for just things that are opposed to their agenda. It's also interesting how these concerns manifest in different ways across different countries what we can do to strike a balance in promoting inclusivity and preserving the very special and key to our free society, free speech. It's essential to recognize the importance of fostering an inclusive and respectful society while also protecting the freedoms of expression, which is the cornerstone of our democracy. One way to do this is by encouraging an open dialogue. Discuss different uh, topics versus suppressing them. This can involve creating space for civil discourse, provide education on the importance of free speech, right? And promoting critical thinking. This is something that has been removed from the classroom with CRT. Another very big topic that we've talked about for years already. David, I mean, again, in the United States, this restriction is becoming more and more apparent with the Biden mafia because the control they exert over different branches of government all in an effort on trying to get over their views versus someone else's, like the Biden laptop. Look, Stuart, you, you know, it, imagine if you will. Imagine
1: if you will. Look what's happened with, with, what's with happened Joe Biden. With Joe Biden. Documents, leaking, documents his, son, his son, all these other things, all these other things, if he had the, ability, he had the ability, Congress, Congress, Senate, Senate, had the right to go to Twitter right to and, Twitter Facebook, and say, Facebook and say, anybody who <coughs> mentions, anything mentions anything about, the, anything Biden about laptop, the Biden laptop, censor it. Censor. Oh, wait a minute. They did that. Oh, wait a minute. They did that. And we saw the and impact. We saw the impact. It impacted, it impacted an election. It impacted people. It impacted people. This criminal is going to get get away with it it, and his criminal father is going to get away with it. Hopefully not, but 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 it impacted impacted two elections. Doesn't matter, right? Doesn't matter. 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 In Canada, it's the same thing. Justin Trudeau has been dying to to censor censor anybody who opposes him. him. When you look at the European Union that has tried to privatize and, and anonymize stuff. stuff I, get I get the philosophy. But to a permit I a government to, government government? to censor, free censor free speech, isn't that what, isn't we've, been that what we've been fighting for?
0: I, I, to me, and I think I, there we're heading down a very, very slippery slope. The fundamental very human very right in the modern world is free speech internationally this is why the southern border is being bombarded by immigrants with people looking for a free and fair chance at a better life right isn't it ironic that we're trying to take plays out of the playbooks of the countries that these people come from in a country that is the freest fairest in the land
1: could you imagine though? like this is what you said is, this is, this so, is proposed. so proposed. So <coughs> They're coming here because they want to be able to express they themselves. themselves. They're gonna come here, they're, they're gonna going post, post something on Facebook. On Facebook. And they're gonna be, be censored. Or in, some countries, go or in to jail? some countries go to jail.
0: Well, I mean, free speech without limits is another controversial issue. <laughs> because anything that involves you know causing harm inciting harm, like screaming fire in a movie theater, Uh, there are limitations to free speech. But what are those limitations? And, And again, the Supreme Court, if unpoliticized, would give a fair and balanced approach for each and every single issue that's right for the time in which that rule has come into play. I agree that some of these rules from the 1700s, 1800s may not be exactly relevant, but there is wisdom in their relevance for that time, which is why the cancel culture, book burning, book changing, monument destroying, name changing is all part of this censorship that really has a gross negative effect. Again, Around the world, Jews commemorate Nazi war, the Holocaust. The the motto is never to forget. And I, a couple episodes ago, said, you know what? They want to remove any thought of black slavery across every world. They want to destroy the thought that it ever existed. Go for it. In 50 years, 100 years, but People that are you're, black you're, that grew up, that culture will be erased from the history books. But, 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 I,
1: I think it's, it's even, it's, you're right, but I think it's even more pertinent for, more today, for today. In that, imagine in that, if you will, imagine if you your AOC. You're AOC. Oh. You, get to you get to decide what can be put, on, can the, on, be the put on, on the web. Who is she going to censor? Who Anybody who opposes her is who she's censoring. She went after and attacked someone who questioned transgender rights. She went after and attacked people who don't believe in her socialist agenda. She went after Amazon. She went after a lot of all these types of things. Imagine if she had a vote on what would be permissible. And I would say the same thing. You know, people would tell me, well, David, the same thing would happen to Marjorie Taylor Greene. Absolutely. Do you want these individuals in government? The right to decide what you and I could see or read. I agree with what you said, Stuart. Hold on, I'll give you the same. I, I I am totally against racism and hate speech, and I'm totally against so many of the things that, you know, people take advantage of the free speech. I agree with you. But as somebody who has fought and has been yelled at and has been screamed at and has been tried to be canceled and shut down on numerous occasions, because I don't agree. agree Look a video between Phil Maher and Dr. Phil. There's a podcast where they disagree on Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Who's the worst president? Okay. And at the end, Phil Mar- Bill Maher says, you know what? The we'll thing have a discussion. No one's canceling. No one is offended. We're having a conversation between two friends who don't agree on a subject. The government doesn't want us to have that right anymore. The government wants to take away from us the ability to self-express. That scares me.
0: David, let me just wrap it up with a final thought by bringing up the big issue of the debt ceiling. My way or the highway doesn't work. Two people got to sit across from a table and make a deal. That's the cornerstone of democracy. The minute you remove that cornerstone, you have the Soviet Union. And I'm going to leave you. I mean, I've been bringing up the Soviet Union for a while now. Because it's the clearest, easiest example that we, the modern people, could recognize somewhat more our parents. But we grew up in the tail end of the Soviet Union. And guys, there's a reason why there's something called Soviet jury. There's a reason why there are people that ran out of that country, begged to get out, died to get out. David, I'm going to wrap it up. Thank you for joining the podcast. We appreciate you tuning in yet again for another episode. We hope you've enjoyed this conversation and gained some valuable insight of our opinion. We appreciate your support. Hope you'll join us again next time for another thought-provoking conversation every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, noon Eastern. In the meantime, don't forget to follow us. Very important, guys. You won't be canceled by following us. Remember, we're always interested in hearing from our viewers, listeners, no matter where you get our podcast your opinion matters to us. Take care. Until next time, keep ranting.